Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 how are we doing on this fine thirsty Thursday? Caleb, I'm thirsty. how you doing, bro? I'm thirsty, and I'm happy to be here. Feels like it's been a while, so uh, I'm ready to get cracking, because we got some good stuff that we're about to crack into. We sure do. Uh, I'm very excited for both our bottle and the cigar that we are smoking today. Um, before we get into that, Gio, what's up, my dude? What's going on? Another feels like it's been a while, but we just cranked out a bunch of episodes in a row and, you know, all that nonsense. You know what they say. You got to just keep cranking them out. Yeah, cranking them out makes perfect. Rookie numbers. Yeah. Who's got a straight cutter on them right now? I do. I'll toss it to you. Yeah, yeah. Throw yeah, it because uh, I, I definitely forgot to grab my shit uh, from the fantasy football draft last night. It's in my backpack. Mm. I knew I fucked. That's what I fucking said. I was like. All right, I, for, I I needed to go do something. What is it? And I said, piss, instead of going to get my cutter. Oh, you know, damn, where the hell you got to go? It's in my other bag. That's, <laughs> no one has a straight cutter. So, this is you know, while we're talking about fantasy football, me and you did two drafts this week, and we did our Cigar Hustlers draft. We're uh, co-chairing a team, me and Jerry here. Team two is last ride. Shout out to our boy Boots. But first off, when the fuck do you do a fantasy draft that's 19 rounds? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's way too many bench players and injury reserve spots. It Holy was... Hell. I drafted a backup defense for the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just kind of, like, we ran out of, we, we like, ran out of fucking things to get. I was like, got well, bet. we... Had... I know this guy's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, we, we were like, uh, well... You got a backup kicker? Yeah, I think we might have. <laughs> just, I think we did. Just in case of that bye week, you know. You got to sub in. Here, buddy. Fuck it. Uh, leave I'm leave it there. Let's not, uh, you, okay. We got stuff that'll break over here. We got, like, fancy shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That'll, your luck, that'll hit fucking the Glen Karen and it'll break. It probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah it probably would. I'm, I'm having a clumsy week, man. Yeah. You made me sad. Okay. All right. What Caleb. the hell? Caleb's got the jet lighter. It's a fucking jet engine over <laughs> you here, You know this dude. lighter's a jet. I was like, what the fuck is that? Holy shit. Oh, I gotta spark up this uh, fine stick. Ease and nice. Yeah. Dude, let's get into this fucking cigar, man. This is uh, one that we have definitely been looking forward to um, since we were given it at the trade show. So, well, what are we smoking, bud? First off, we are smoking the all-new Matapa. Nicaragua by Foundation Cigars. We had to fight for this cigar. Physically? Like, yes. There was a combination, the story behind this, I'm not sure if we edit or not, but not only did we have to have, you know, Papa, the king himself, Big Mike, come sit down and shake down Nick Malello for <laughs> that. It was really quite entertaining. Literally, he has a meeting set with somebody else and, you know, all of us sit down. We just sit at the table. Yeah, your meeting's canceled. We're having this meeting now. My boys want this cigar. <laughs> Dude, my boy, uh, my boy just hi- hijacked this dude's entire fucking booth. It was amazing. He didn't know what to do, and the poor guy was like in the middle of a bout of gout. <laughs> so like he was just chilling there. Then you know, to get that fine T-shirt that you know our favorite host Gerald is wearing, 
We had to arm wrestle. Was it Johnny Pappas or Jimmy Pappas? John Pappas. John Pappas. It was just like one of uh, one of his entourage slash employees. Yeah, he's a rep for Foundation. Johnny the Greek. And there is footage of a arm wrestling just over the top. Sylvester Stallone would be proud. He didn't beat me. He quit. He did. You you just uh, you had I that. him. You had that like uh, John Cena mentality. Never give up. He thought he was going to get me. Well, we we know Foundation has quickly become a favorite around here at the Herf, uh, and I'm really glad you guys went there because there was definitely one thing that we talked about that this is a booth you guys have to see, and you got to try to see what you can get because me and Jerry have been crushing on the Foundation lately. Yeah, so I'll get into the nuts and bolts of this cigar. So this was actually uh, a tribute to a, I believe it was a famous poet. Mm-hmm. Uh, poet. I don't remember the ex- actual poet's name. Oh, God, he's actually going to play the... I feel like it's only appropriate to, to, right? Yeah, you gotta. Like, all right, well, fuck it. Let I, it I can't, I can't let this whole thing play, dude. But I will, I will pull it up for the audience here. Three, Gio, 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 oh, Gio, get him, Gio, get him, Gio, get him, Gio. Get him, Gio. Yeah, get him, Gio. Get him, get him, get him. Of course, boots. Oh, cheering me on. Oh, get him, Gio. Over the top. Get him, Gio. Over the top. Get him up, baby. Gio Get looks like he's, he's not even trying. He's just playing with him. Oh, no, I Get start smiling and laughing. Come on. Bring it back, baby. Bring it back, baby. Uh, he's leaning. He's cheating. Oh, he cheated so hard, dude. I mean, the whole time he was cheating. I'm smiling at the camera. Pappas is a beast. Oh, Pappas is a beast. A 50-year-old beast. He is strong. But he's cheating. I don't know. And he just wrestled a 21-year-old. That was Jerry. XL shirt. It's on the line. XL shirt in my hand. What's happening here? We got a stale. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. He's just holding. Come on, Jill. Take it down. He's trying to go for the long... Do you see how he like puts his whole body weight yeah, we are. behind it's, the arm? Yeah, that's pretty good. It's cheating. You gotta stand straight. Gio hasn't moved. Oh yeah, Gio's been just. He, Look Gio. at fucking Nick, dude. XL T-shirt is turning into a fucking Mike. What a beautiful, beautiful moment. And then I got my shirt thrown to me. He uh, tapped though. I technically that's a surrender. I I just wanna I wanna just say this. Uh, uh, Thank you, Gio, for being like my 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 uh part, my love and uh winning me the prize. Wait, did Gio not, did Gio not get a foundation shirt as well? No, no, no Gio won me Before a foundation it, oh, shirt. Yes. Well what a what a true partner it, would it, do. It mattered more to him. I wanted that fucking shirt, hey, man. That I wanted had it. your eyes set on this booth. Well that's and like this a vendor, thirty dollar so. t shirt. Oh yeah, yeah they, I was gonna say you see them in stores when they do giveaways and sampler packs. It's it's up there. I was like a proud girlfriend, like that's my boyfriend right there. He just beat him and <laughs> won me the shirt. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually uh, a new thing that uh, Foundation did. We got a nice little Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. So it's very very uncommon from my understanding. I don't think they've ever done it before on a cigar, actually. So this is their first little foray into that part of it. We got a Connecticut broadleaf binder, so I'm assuming that's going <coughs> to mellow out some of that harshness from the Sumatra. And then we got Nicaraguan filler. This cigar is going to be a rolled out of the AJ Fernandez factory, so you know this thing is going to have some quality shit in it. Wow, wow, we were. Yeah. Uh, nice little box press. Was this the Toro that we got? Yeah. 
Because it comes in a bunch of sizes. I don't remember. I think four sizes. This is, I think, definitely a 6x52. But, I mean, you got uh, Esteli and uh, Jalapa Nicaraguan fillers for the long filler inside of this bad boy. I haven't got mine lit up yet. You guys have gotten some initial puffs. What are you guys thinking so far? This thing is very peppery. Uh, peppery, and then uh, you do your cold draw, tons of chocolate. Pepper and chocolate, for sure. This thing has got a lot of pepper on this. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, uh, dude, this thing is like, this is pretty cool that we're getting to smoke this before it drops. Yeah, it's yeah, not it out either, yet, right? It either just like shipped or is like shipping very soon from my understanding. Yeah, they said uh, fall 2023. So we're getting real close. I would say in the next maybe month or so, they're going to be dropping these and the... Uh, Charter Oak Especialis. The Pasquale and Perganto uh, for his grandparents. Correct. So a couple forward to those as well. Uh, Night Commander is going to be coming out. Yeah. So a lot of really cool projects that uh, Nick and Foundation have been working on. And uh, it's it's cool to see these things coming to the surface. Uh, hitting your uh, local retailers soon, I would say. Um, well, Nick is all over the place. He's in Africa, like sourcing tobacco. He's all over south america so he's a busy guy doing a lot and uh as geo touched upon earlier uh the cigar is named after a famous spanish poet um his name is ruben dario ruben dario being his last name not all in one uh he's from nicaragua and they're actually uh you can't find matapa on a map because they changed the name of the town to uh the city of dario so they named it after the poet as well so oh okay well that makes sense Look at Caleb just coming out here spitting fucking facts, man. It helps when you got a laptop on your lap, so there you, you can look up some quick facts. <laughs> I'm no genius by hey, any Hey, man, means. that's more than I know, except for uh, <laughs> except for all the cigars that they have coming out. Yeah, so at least I was able to throw that out there. Hey, by memory, too, off the top of the dome, so that's not bad. Yeah. Um, These only come in boxes of 10, by the way. Yeah. I, a really small batch. Remember when I was telling you... uh. You were like, oh, my God, how much is this fucking box going to be? Uh, it's only like 150 bucks. I think they retail around $12 a cigar. So uh, the site here has the retail pricings here. The MSRP of the Corona Gordas are $145. Uh, the Robustos, the 5x50s, uh, $1.55. And the Toros, uh, $165 is the MSRP. So... 1650 what 1650 or something like that a second. i was way off on the retail oh i apologize see the site i'm on says uh 1450 1450 to 18 per cigar that sounds about right yes. then but like i mean a 10 pack i mean we we're in the era where quantities getting fewer and prices going up so I actually like these little projects, though, and uh, for anybody wondering, this is going to be a regular production cigar, uh, much like the... Uh, the Charter Oaks, uh, the Wiseman. Correct, yeah. So I, I anticipate that this thing's probably going to be more like those uh, David and Goliaths and the Tabernacle and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, like, it's, you know, uh, regular production cigar, kind of hard to find. It'll. My guess is, like you said, it'll be one of those ones that are frequently on back order. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you get it once a year type shit. And, you know, Nick is obviously really, really uh, getting a little bit of celebrity from being in the cigar game. Dude's making Rogan cigars. Like, I mean, 
his background being a Drew Estate, and he's considered a master blender, you know, dude knows his shit. Like, he's not going to put out a bad cigar. I don't think I've had any disappointing foundations. And I've smoked probably about a good four or five of their blends so far, and differently. Like, what, we had the High Claire Senator. I've had a bunch of Wise Men. Gave you guys, like, the Charter Oak a couple times when I got that box from Ed Cheap. That box didn't last long. Olmec. Oh, the Olmec, yeah. 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 Olmec. I still have some from like the sample pack we were given at the show too that I haven't. Those are the uh, Melanic was great too. If if I'm correct, I think those might be the uh, the Especialis. The uh, both Charter Oaks. Correct. Yeah. Oh, the new ones. Yeah. yeah. I did a Pasquale. It was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Can't looking really forward to that one coming out. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of coming out, <laughs> um, <laughs> the bottles here. It finally dropped. It's out, man. I bet you I'm guys didn't think that was where he was going with that. <laughs> well played, my friend. Well played. That's how you transition. Um, Whoa. <laughs> hey. Topics. Topics. <laughs> Do you guys want to get in what we're drinking today, man? I mean, I don't think it's any secret. It's sitting here. Uh, the bottle's fucking here, guys. Dude, Go ch- ahead, man. Check out those jugs. I don't mean to be rubbing them with my finger, but just check those jugs out, man. <laughs> Uh, so we got our bottle that we did with the Rochester Elite Barrel Pickers uh, with Jeff Mart. So uh, thank you, Jeff, for making this happen with us and taking us on a little trip down to Jersey. Um, we got Tostada Penelope. So we have an aged five-year, five-month bottle out of Penelope, New Jersey. Uh, this is heavy char, and it's been charred like level five. So it's like the, one of the highest level chars that you can get on this. So I'm very heavy toast. Pretty sure they said it was the highest. The highest. That's what, that's what I thought. I just yeah. didn't want to throw that out there without any backup facts um 115 proof and this is out of the toasted series that penelope does um with some of their barrels and that they have so uh our first time drinking it on the show this is a great sipper so if you guys got this bottle you know you're in for a treat dude uh i've been drinking this bottle now for three straight days yeah uh i can't get enough of this shit um the other day, Caleb was over. We had a little bit of a late night. Last night, we had a late night, and it was all topped off. And and sponsored by, of course, this Penelope. Uh, sponsoring my hangover this morning. Uh, Tostada Penelope. Penelope. Penelope Thank you for the amazing hangover. I'm glad I drank so much 115-proof whiskey and ruined my entire day. Uh, was it worth it? Fuck yeah, it was. It was awesome. Oh, no doubt. Um, so it doesn't any- drink like 115. That's a big problem. It does not drink with 115. But you know what? You guys put a cube on this and maybe let it sit for 10 minutes. Don't let it totally, you know, melt. Get a big cube, like you know, a molded one, like the sphere or the, you know, a cube. Just 10 minutes, nice and chilled. This will go down easy as cake. And it's really going to bring out a lot more sweeter notes to it. Because you do get some sweetness on the back end of this, especially after you've had like your first initial sip or two. Goes down sweet, goes down easier. The more you sip this thing, easy. Because that first, that first sip does come hit you a little hot. You know, it will punch you in the face. Yeah, oh, the yeah, first yeah. sip's going to get. You. Yes, it'll warm your whole body up. Which you know, so maybe hits like the back of your throat, warms your chest, your belly up, and everything like that. Put a little hair on the chest. Definitely will. A little lead in your pencil. I like that one. But yeah, um, you know, maybe if you guys aren't into like super high proof, like anything over 100, 105 and up. Maybe just put a cube on this for all you guys out there listening. Put some cubes on there, bitch. <laughs> so I say. <laughs> um, also, just want to say that when Pen- Penelope does this, their toasted series, um, they are all done out of charred new American oak barrels. 
um, and they do it in a freshly toasted barrel, of course. Um, you can never predict the flavor that you're going to get. Obviously, we know this when you you know, toast the barrel, however you char it, where you put it in the warehouse, where you store it, it all changes. So every toasted barrel that Penelope, comes out of Penelope, all different. And we just happen to grab a really nice, a really good one, really unique too. Because if you've had a couple toasted barrels, you know they got that softer, sweeter taste, maybe a little bit of cinnamon, honey, whatever it brings out. But um, what are you guys getting out of this? Like, what are your first initial tastes, even going back to when we did the first tasting in May? Dude, I don't want to get like real stereotypical flavor notes on the toasted barrel, Oaky. but like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oak. It tastes like oak. No, uh, really, this thing is kind of nailing what it's supposed to do. It kind of tastes like toasted marshmallows, uh, caramel, uh, very. Honey, almost. It's got a sweetness. It's very distinctive. I, I also am not really that amazing at tasting notes, but you know, I get a little honey on that too. So, I mean, this thing is really good. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, limited quantity. We got like a three quarter barrel from what the way we figured it out here. I'm sure one quarter of it went into some blend that'll be the next. They're equivalent of the Rio bottle, and we'll be like, God damn it, that was ours. We um we still have nineteen bottles left. By the time this airs They uh, should all be gone. They will be gone. They better yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, guys, reach out if you're local. You know, we definitely want to help you out. Uh you know, we definitely try to take care of everyone who's interested in these picks and you know it's a fun stuff and we you know, bringing something truly unique to the table that you're never going to be able to taste again, and you can just, you know, sit there and, you know, have a truly one-off, never going to get that experience again. You know? Can be duplicated, will never be replicated the exact same. Because that barrel, the charring process, the toasting process, where it's stored, how the alcohol reacts to the wood, it'll yeah. never taste the exact same. So if you miss out on this, it, you're missing out on one unique product, and it'll never be the same. So well, you want to pick this up. Did you guys remember, like, when he was talking about their process with the to- like, they put the stabs? Is it? Am I saying it right? Staves, staves or yeah. whatever. And like one of them, I don't know what she was talking about, but like, yeah, the staves disintegrated in there, so they were aging so well. Like, there was some, probably some real good flavor. I don't know if that was our barrel or a different thing he was talking about, but their process is pretty cool, and you know. As much as we gave Penelope a little bit of a uh, hard time for the experience side of things from what Jeff was explaining to us. Oh, a little save there, Caleb. Almost had a little uh, ash accident. But got got some it. ash on your lap? No, I'm, I'm putting the uh, ashtray to the right-hand side this time. Doing things a little differently because we've got to show off the bottle over here. Um, I don't even think your bottle's in your shot. It might be. I don't know. We'll see. It's well, not. We'll put it in right now. So there you go. Get to see some nice jugs again. Yeah, we all love those. <laughs> um, yeah, but guys, uh, I was st- like a thirteen-year-old kid. Yeah, no shit. Give like, me around some jugs, you know. He will never mature. Uncle Uncle Touchy over here. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, <laughs> awkward. Um. Anyways, uh, going back to there. this, uh, pretty viscous, viscous, as I would like to say. I hate when you say this. <laughs> I Dude, to- just learned that, like. A month ago, in every episode, every every bourbon we drink now is viscous. But if you see this, the legs, on, the, the legs on this thing, pretty impeccable. Um, uh, Jerry brought out some uh, taste of sweetness, like honey caramel. 
I just say, and I'll say it again, I'll stick by it from when we did the tasting. This bottle reminds me of graham, cra- graham crackers and s'mores. Uh, we're getting to those fall evenings. This will be perfect when you're sitting outside a fire with your homies just smoking a cigar and chilling. Watching some Monday night football because I'm pretty sure this airs the week of uh, the Bills home. Well, the Bills season opener. So, dude, couple fantasy leagues down. I'm pretty fucking excited. Football is fucking back, dude. Watch um, for some people if you really enjoy. How much some- money are you going to lose this season, Caleb? I'm actually thinking about not betting too much. You this are year. so. I'm cu- I've been cutting he is back. Such a liar, dude. Back. No, he's not. <laughs> you're not. You're not. I, mean, I plan on. Bro, win- I plan on winning in my fantasy leagues that I'm in. So if you know, hopefully I'm winning money, not losing money. If it didn't give us uh, a copyright violation, I would be like, get the fucking Godfather 2 just when he thought it was out, they pulled me back in. It's going to be Caleb's <laughs> DraftKings account on fucking Al Pacino's face. <laughs> I should really do that. It's just like a picture of me putting a, bo- a golf ball. I should really change it to that, Al Pacino. But um, yeah, like you, you say, uh, football's coming back. Be about that time this episode airs, but it just marks an endness, that summertime sadness, that summer's over with, guys. I hate that because I love summer. It's my favorite season. Dude, uh, from the weather channel, I mean, it looks like we're going to have like a second coming. Uh, Caleb, yes. I know you're excited. Go ahead. Maybe the dog days of summer are still here. They're still kicking you around. suck. <laughs> but no, guys, there's just the rule. There's always a random two-week period in either September or October called second summer. Yeah, especially here in Buffalo. Uh, we always have that... Uh, that like September heat wave and and sometimes you get lucky and you Comes even get a little bit of one in October. Uh, right. It's it just, dude. Sometimes it's November. It, it dude. It, like rarely. It, like it, yo. It I, almost revitalizes you a little bit. I, I, it does come in November sometimes too. A couple of years ago, I went golfing on a November day wearing shorts and a polo. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I think you can't uh, beat it. There was like a. It was a couple of years ago. There was a Bills game. Like it was oh, definitely yeah. pre-COVID, but it was like. 85 degrees and it was like mid November. I'm like, it was uh, October. It was a Bronco. Fucking love global warming. <laughs> oh, no, it was like, I remember it. it was October. It was a Broncos Bills home game. It was like 85 degrees. People were like sweating, dying. Almost every dude in that stadium had their shirt off. Um, so, ladies, I mean, if you're looking, but yeah, I, get a load of that dad bod. <laughs> oh, well, I, this was pre dad bod back in the day, but um, yeah, I, I love, I love a good hot Bills game day. You don't even like the Bills. Well, I still like going to games. They're pretty fun. All right, I'll allow it. I'll you know, allow it. If the Patriots are in town, I'll wear a Patriots jersey. Yeah. What a f- dude. Bro, you cut Bailey Zappi. Who's your fucking quarterback? MJ10. <laughs> so no one. <laughs> Never heard of her. Fellas, what 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 direction are we going in? Well, where are we going? Maybe we should recap the summer that we had. And then okay. uh, conclude with like the summertime sadness, and then get into the fall stuff because we're because tra- right. we we're got a lot transition. Planned. Yeah, I feel like we did a lot this summer. Like, I mean, between the show, think from May. We'll start at May. This the the barrel pick. Okay, that was kind of a kickoff. We uh, really nailed down remote interviews after fucking up with Pravada. Yeah. Um. All yeah. all summer long. Besides you guys going to PCA, once you guys came back, we kicked off like the summer of interviews. Like we were coming at you with interviews left, right, pow, pow, pow. Just guys on, reps on, owners on. The thing is, we absolutely could have had a guest today. 
I feel like we just needed this, uh, just the three of us to almost break. Yeah, maybe just like reflect and not maybe just bullshit a little bit. Because I mean, I mean, I know you guys are probably used to us fucking being clowns and you know yeah. acting like little children, but uh, Caleb, it, it's <laughs> it's nice to just once in a while let loose and not take take stuff so serious, you know. Well, overall, guys, how was your summer? Besides, like, the busyness of the show and all our interviews, but, like, personally, how was your summer? How was, how was everyone, you know, how would you recap your summer? Work-wise, work busy as fuck. Like, yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. Work was crazy. Uh, I mean, dude, think about everything I had to do from May, yeah, man. You had a, a daughter. A, a child. A daughter. My, my first daughter yeah. was born. Uh, you know, just a adjusting to life as a as a girl dad and just like you know obviously having a son and you know he lives with his mom and he's here a bunch but it's not the same as like having a kid at your house every day you know just <laughs> they ain't going anywhere yeah they're not going nowhere uh and and she's not going anywhere until she's at least 40 so i i will make sure she doesn't leave until she's 40 you're gonna be like uh Adam Sandler and click, put a sweater on. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, my daughters, when they were talking to you earlier, they're like, when's she going to grow up and be able to play? It's, it's going to be a while. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 but it goes so fast, man. She's already over two months. It's just, like, unbelievable. I don't want to sit here and just brag about yeah. having my fucking first daughter, but, I mean, like, big Con- life event, so congr- summer. Congrats on the sex, though. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate congrats. it. But, you know, we, 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 uh, we first did the time. barrel pick. First time, man. <laughs> one and done. One shot, one kill. That's right. So, you know, we we, we did our barrel pick in May. Uh, June kind of kicked off summer. Um, the My mother-in-law lived at the house pretty much for two and a half months. Yeah, Jerry, you know, was developing a Long Island accent at one point. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, we, the 4th of July was awesome. Obviously we did the 4th of July baseball game. Like I always do. Uh, it was amazing. That was a great time. Uh, just dude, what a busy, busy, busy summer, man. And then obviously going to PCA like three days after that, uh, me and Gio went to Vegas. I mean, what, what a fucking, what a crazy summer, man. That trip was as much as it was like exhausting was really fun. Mm-hmm. Jerry like kind of ate sushi, but like not really. He Do we count at, chicken teriyaki? He ate at the sushi place. I would, dude. I don't <laughs> like sushi. I'm right there with you. I would eat chicken teriyaki. Yeah, bro. Man. Yo, that shit was fire, dude, bro. So Jerry didn't realize like how the menu was there. Like once I saw it, I tried explaining to him like all you can eat. Literally the entire menu, all you could eat, thirty dollars. That's awesome. But he's like, oh, I'll just do that. And then like, no, do this because then you could get as much helpings of chicken teriyaki as you want. Hell yeah! yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah, and bro. I still only ate two. And then fucking you got Mike who ate like twenty pounds of tuna, dude. This or was dude it salmon was or tuna? Salmon. I thought it was salmon. Tuna. We had the tuna belly. I have no idea. I think it was raw tuna. Oh, dude, everything was. Dude, good. you guys were crushing, bro. They would come out ten at a time and like just raw. I ate a lot of fish. You guys were so cultured too with the chopsticks. Yes, <laughs> I can't. I was use like, them. Nom, nom. give me a fork. I'm uncivilized. Like yeah, it was it was kind of it was fucking great. Uh, Gio, how was your summer, man? Dude, it was like I said, busy. Very similar yeah, work, to Jerry. You said, you said work very busy. Yeah. Uh, it just seemed like there was always something that needed to be done on a day. It was very very like rare. Like you had a day where you could like, all right, 
even as adult, we have those like random days where it's like, I'm off of work. I don't have anything to fucking do. I'm going to fucking just clear my head and play like video games or something with the boys. Like, and again, I don't expect it. I'm fucking 32 years old. Like, you know, to be able to do that. But if I want to play fucking Madden for like an hour, I think like I would like to have the time. Sure. Like, I still haven't even played it. Our boy Josh is on the cover. I haven't bought it. I bought it. Let's crossplay, dude. So we could actually do like a fucking season together. Oh, on the same team? Yeah. Like, so I used to do this back in the day. Uh, we'd have a franchise mode and you try to get as many people to pick up teams as possible. And like the computer fills in the gaps. But like, say. He no, I get be, it. I see what yeah. you're saying. So the, if we got 16 dudes together, the other 16 teams would be computer ran. Yeah. And you'd like play each other. And Weekly, you just got to play your game. Yeah. Like, That's pretty sweet. Like you, so cool. if we played each other this week, we just have to set up a time to play for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And you have your whole fucking season. And it was super fun because, like, even the off season, like, the commissioner advances the week. So, like, if there's something going on, you're like, hey, dude, like, I got to wait one week. Like, oh, come on, hurry the fuck up. We want to get it on with that. And it's like a full franchise mode. It's basically fantasy football, but you actually get to play the games. Yeah. But I think now with the new uh, version, like, you could play. So it's because you have Xbox and I have PS5. Yeah. It's all cross play. Yeah. Is, it the, is that the newest Xbox? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, I'm a PS5 guy. I don't yeah. know, you know. PlayStation man. I just yes. don't play video games. You just play with yourself. <laughs> when I have the time. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of playing with yourself, Caleb, how was your summer? Dude, uh, busy. Like, I feel like I got every, all my kids are born in summer. So a lot of birthday parties and like three other family members. So uh, summer's full of just birthday parties. Always got to be at someone's house for a party. Um, did very little golfing this year. Kind of disappointed, but. Not going to, like, beat myself up about it because I played, like, shit all summer, so fuck it. There's always next year. Um, Other than that, dude, we had a lot of fun, a lot of great interviews, smoked a ton of great cigars, always drinking that good bourbon. Um, Overall, not a bad summer. You know, uh, ending of summer is always marked by, like, the Erie County Fair around here. So once that hits, you know summer's over with. And I kind of get a little depressive because I'm a very big, like, out, you know, I like to be outside. And I like to just, like, enjoy the sun, catch a tan, sip some nice bourbon outside. So once the Area County Fair comes, it's like, oh, summer's over. Kids are back to school. Life uh, slows down a little bit, but I like to be on the go. I just want to say one thing. Uh, there was a great way to summarize summer, but uh, it, it would be irresponsible of me to not correct the fact that you said depressive instead of depressed. So Well, I get depressive. It's not a word. It's depressed. Stupid. Well, I get depressed. Listen, uh, can you just pull up that picture real quick? The the one I want everyone to see. Because speaking of like fairs, so every year there's the Erie County Fair around here. But um, <laughs> I just came across this picture of a fair in Union County, Illinois, and it's their fair picture, and it's like two big hay barrels, and then there is a hay very, bales, hay, hay bales. bales, and then there's a very big silo, and um, it's a uh, long shaft complete with two balls. Exactly. <laughs> two balls two balls here i first off can we talk about the slogan at the bottom nothing compares because that makes it way funnier <laughs> and then on top of that he said illinois instead of illinois <sighs> can't you say illinois the s is silent buddy i'm sorry Caleb. sorry i'm not from chicago or illinois it's okay you only lived in america this is why you failed the citizenship test <laughs> yo remember when he failed the citizenship test 
I didn't yeah. fail. I got 70. Uh, this is a callback to an episode we called Caleb Gets Deported. Uh, if you have the opportunity to go and listen to that, uh, I would highly advise you go listen to that. Caleb takes the citizenship test and actually fails. Uh, it, had he been a person that wasn't born here, he would have been deported. I so. actually got asked the hardest questions, too, by the way. Yo, he, hit, the he, hit me, he hit us with the big daddy. You give him all the easy ones. Yeah. <laughs> he did. But uh, he, 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 he <laughs> whoever came up with this uh, like marketing team or whoever the design team, hilarious. And I don't know how they didn't lose their jobs. But I'm, I, maybe First they off, did. They had that to. That is incredible. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I have a question for you, too. Who was the coolest guy you met this year? Oh, um. I know this is kind of, dude, we met a lot of are we, are really we cigar and whiskey industry, maybe even uh, just somebody we've come across through the podcast. We want to, are we going to count remote interviews as well? Sure. Um, oh. Well, I'll separate it a little if bit. If you here. talk face to face and we did an interview, I would say that definitely counts. It has to. So I would say my favorite interview uh, would be John Huber. Sure. Like, I think that it was just overall the conversation went well and it was everything from, you know, we touched on cigars like briefly, but like, I felt like we got to know John Huber and that was a cool experience, especially because I'm a big fan of their brand and, you know, we owe a lot. I feel like we have like a good, such a great relationship with that company between, you know, Miguel and Jake and they really helped, you know, as we grew, they were always there from the get go. So it's like, I have a soft spot. But on top of that, meeting, you know, the guy, behind, you know, the man behind the curtain and then smoking, you know, one of his like biggest pet projects with the man himself. I thought that was a great experience. Sure. Um, as far as in person. Uh, the funniest guy I met was probably Matt Booth, like just because that guy is a character. Every moment, except when he's got to go take a piss. Yeah. You know. Always got, you know, Matt Booth, the the eccentric guy, until, you know, hey, guys, you want to walk me to the bathroom? Yeah. Which, you know, sounds really weird when you put it like that. But and I think it was purposely designed that way. Yeah. Had to be. Hey, listen. Guy was throwing Johnny tobacco nuts. What, what do you think, Kale? What, what what did you what did you think uh, as far as, like, the people we met this year? Uh, who, who it, maybe in person and in uh uh, remotely. Uh, oh, remotely? Matt Booth. Me and him got that chemistry. We are like on the same same wavelength. Love it. Uh, that was by far our funniest show that we've ever done. We talked about penetration. We talked about Viagra. Uh, Colon cleanse. 369. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, he was really good. I look forward to like meeting him actually in person than doing a remote interview. Um, other than that, like in-person interview, uh, Greg Metz, uh, topped it off for me. I'm a big whiskey guy. So talking to him was like, I geeked out. I asked a ton of like whiskey questions, got to sit next to him and we drank like a lot of his bourbon. So it, that was awesome. He gave him a handy. That's why there was no video. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. Uh, Uh, how about you, Jerry? Dude, for me, man, dude, we, we met a lot of really, really cool people this year. Uh, Gio and I had the opportunity to go to PCA. Obviously, it was pretty cool meeting Matt and getting to know him a little bit. Uh, man, even like just some of the guys, maybe I'm going to throw one out there. You want to know who was really cool that we met? I I feel like it was really cool meeting Chad Ochocinco. Oh, I, dude, I forgot about like the celebrity part. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, we, we met a lot of really cool guys. 
Even uh, like Ike Taylor. Ike ta- yeah, I was just about Ike to say Taylor Ike was Taylor fucking cool, cool as fuck how, too. I learned about just how vicious fucking James Harrison was. Like, so maybe yeah, Chad Ocho Cinco is probably like that one. You're like, holy crap, man, this is really cool. I'm like ready to play FIFA with a guy. Like, I'm ready. Like that's a I'm guy. Ready. That's a guy. Like maybe if you didn't see him in Cincinnati, like you wouldn't expect to run into him somewhere. Or something well, like that. you know what? Like, you know what? Actually, it makes this a million times better. This almost had nothing to do with the cigar industry. Uh, like you can go and be like, wow, I remember watching this guy when I was like 14 years old, just like torch the bills. Like, or like, you know, you always remember Chad Ochocinco and his antics. Yeah. Uh, I'm scrolling through X Twitter, whatever the fuck you want to call it these days. I'm calling it Twitter, but (laughs) there was a thing of drills of, I'm going to give some names here. And it was Chad Ochocinco, Andre Johnson, Santana Moss. And uh, pre-CTE Antonio Brown. And they were all running drills. Like, it was like 2011. And, oh my god. Chad Johnson's footwork was insane. And, like, the little things like that. And then Andre Johnson was absolutely just a freak. And he was wasted on the Texans because he had never had a quarterback. Uh, To get back to my answer. Yeah, go ahead. Gio, (laughs) if, if you don't mind. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, he's so excited about football season. I, I know. He's, the guy literally is just like. Can't wait for our next draft. I just think about, you know, Chad doing the sit-ups in the, in the driveway. While oh, was that T.O.? I thought that was T.O. that did the sit-ups. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah. Was it when the Eagles, like, yeah. suspended him? My apologies. Uh, in person? Dude, we met a lot of really cool guys here, too. Uh, Travis Pappenheim was pretty cool. Yeah, he and, was on the list. You know, uh, but I'm with you, Caleb. Uh, you want to talk about a, a man, the man behind the curtain, Greg Metz. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the universe just did not want us to have that in-person interview on, on video. But yeah, cause Caleb kept, you know, getting x-rayed. We couldn't have that. We didn't yeah. get canceled. I know that uh, according to Jeff Travis of Old Elk, he, he did mention that uh, he absolutely hyped up the lounge. He's like, wait till you see this place. It's incredible. And of course, uh, my wife helped set, a, set us all up at the at Smoker's Haven to, to do the interview, right? And she said as soon as she got home, the power was on. Oh. So essentially, when we started, the power was back. Assholes. So, I mean, if we would have took just maybe another 40 minutes to bring the shit back and just set it up, we could have ran our full show on video, but didn't work out that way, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, that dude, even for being an older gentleman, still stayed till like one in the morning recording with us too. It was a great time. Yeah. That was awesome, man. So Uh, what about your remote? So Greg Metz in person, what about remote? I gotta say, man, how do you not how do you not talk about John Huber, man? Uh, obviously, by the time this drops, uh, so we that will have been last week's episode. Uh, how fucking cool is that guy, man? Oh yeah. Then uh, just, Aaron from Smoke Wagon. Yeah, Aaron Chepinick. But uh, just thank you, John, for everything you guys did for us over the last year and a half. Uh, man, how how cool, man! He sent us a care package, just thanking us for having him on the show. I mean, what a what a guy. You want to talk about a stand-up classy dude? A dude who was very, very humble 
considering how the guy got in the industry and you know his whole story for all you guys that are listening to this episode i'm sure you'll recall him telling his background story and you know his start in the cigar industry and how difficult it was to actually you know get into the industry but man talk about a humble dude man i can see why he's got good people like jake and miguel around him just the way it's the companies ran and the people he's got surrounded him they you can see why crown heads is constantly putting out banger cigars and how they're growing in the industry and you're seeing them all over the place uh they got a bright future all three of them so you know we're about 40 minutes in what are you guys thinking about this uh matapa um you know the initial pepper bomb uh i'm almost getting to the halfway point and uh it's not as peppery anymore so really really peppery start and it's really mellowing out so i like that because wow if it stayed that that peppery the whole way through this would maybe be a little tougher one for me personally to get through uh me i am now probably coming to the end of my first third uh i am kind of with you i'm definitely still getting a lot of pepper on this thing uh i'm hoping i get to that point where it mellows out for me a little bit but uh yeah man this thing's it's pretty good i don't mind a peppery cigar so yeah i mean as far as that like i haven't had like a unbearable spice bomb on this one like as far as the pepper goes uh i would say it's probably a more uh medium like it's not like knocking me on my ass by any means uh what would you guys say on that front are you talking about like the strength yeah hard to say man this is early i'm early into it so about right i think i caught up to you guys after my late start we're about the same chair um I'm gonna go so far medium to full. But I think this thing's gonna pick up, man. Yeah, we gotta I think see this how thing goes. is gonna be a little stronger coming up. But looking forward to this and a lot of other new cigars coming out in the fall, man. What are you guys looking forward to about uh, you know, the fall releases? What a schedule, man. Oh, man. You know, you got Romacraft dropping uh the Quinquagenario that may have already been released by the time this comes in. Uh, I know that they should be shipping sometime this week, slash maybe next week. Uh, we have the Roma Craft Frenchie coming out. You have the... Uh, All the Tat holiday releases. Yeah, you have the Face coming out. And I think there's still stuff that they're dropping, too, that hasn't even came out. Their PCA cigar hasn't came out yet. I'm looking, and I'm I'm kind of thinking it's going to be very similar to last year, where oh, they're going to do a TAA, winter. yeah, like a February-ish. So that's my guess, personally. The fuck Fucking is that? Mo- <laughs> Oh, it's on. Oh, hell no! It's not allowed to crawl on Tony Soprano's picture. Like a, there's like, a moth, like a moth to the flame. Yeah, that's a call it. Uh, but you have the the Frenchie is going to be coming out by Roma Craft. Uh, obviously, the uh, Charter Oak Especialis, the the two uh, cigars, uh, Matapa Night Commander. There's a lot of cool shit coming out. It's uh, pretty exciting. So I'm definitely looking forward to all these fucking awesome fall releases. Uh, releases, and uh, yeah. As a as a collector, you know, I'm not looking forward to spending the money, but it is what it is. All right, here's a here's a good one for you guys. So far, uh, like we'll go with just the post PCA stuff. Uh, what cigars? And it could be something we haven't even done on the show. Have you liked the most that you smoked? Dude, I gotta say, man, uh, a cigar that I smoked a couple of that we haven't done on the show was the Room One Hundred One Fourteenth. Uh, dude. Or as he calls it, the the fire truck. 
I have mine with me. I haven't smoked it yet. It's uh, it's in here. Really, really good. Uh, Johnny Tobacco Knot was really good. The Don Doroteo Salt of the Earth was, was fantastic. So incredible. I look forward to trying that other one. What's the with the yellow one? That's the. It's what? another Salt of the Earth. It's just a different. It's the non Cameroon. It's aged a bit longer too, right? Oh, that was then one that Garrett sent us, you know. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. I'm looking forward to that uh, one. Speaking of that, he don't even work for them anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. No, right? That was so fast. I, can... <laughs> I mean, I don't know what happened, but. He got, like, some new gig in, like, IT, and I think he's just kind of out the industry now. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought that's what they said on the news release or some shit like that, but yeah. who knows? Um, Fall releases. I, you know what? Anything Cavalier puts out, I'm just looking forward to Oh, yeah. that's another. I be, I bet it's like their inner circle, the the red bands. They they kind of just dropped recently. That guy was cool as fuck too. Yeah, Sebastian was Sebastian. cool. You know, guys, he's in a similar boat as you. Obviously, having you know a newborn, and he's just kind of getting settled here. So we've been trying to work on getting him on here. You know, just somehow figuring out how the hell we're gonna get Switzerland here. We learned that other countries' Wi-Fi is always may not always be as stable. Like with the Lee Marsh episode that just came out. It's tough, man, when you're in, like, obviously, I'm sure Switzerland has a lot more developed Wi-Fi than Nicaragua, but is it Switzerland? Yeah, but okay. the time zone is, like, uh, I think for for us to catch them in the afternoon, we have to do a show at, like, 4 in the morning, which I, I would get up and do. What do you think, like a coffee episode? <laughs> I don't know. That's going to be a day where... We're going to have to go... Uh, we'll we'll go buy, like, a super expensive espresso because we're going to need it. We're like, hey, God, man, we just woke up. It's 4.30 in the morning here. But just don't go to sleep. We'll just stay here all night. We're just smoking this fucking Cavalier. Dude, he gave us a bunch of shit, too. I don't even remember. He gave us the uh, PCA exclusive. Um, it has like a lime green band on oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it called like, um, isn't it called like un, un unreleased something? or something? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. I don't, I don't think know, it's I even got, coming out. I got oh, you some, got it with you? No, I got something here from Cavalier. That the he Prospector? Gave. The. Uh, the, oh, the Trace de la Quentes. Hell yeah. yeah. He, Caleb, Caleb knows our Caleb, whole dude. Yeah. Uh, dude, I've smoked every one of those ones. Uh, every rapper, every different rapper. Those are fucking awesome. For a $10 stick, it's awesome. Go buy it. Go support Cavalier. Bro, the it. random shit that I have in my travel door just from like being good. People are like, oh, yeah, I gave like my buddy a cigar. He's like, here, man, take this. I feel bad. You gave me like a bunch of cigars. He gave me like a fucking Padron like 1926. I was like, oh, shit. Other people are like, oh, who the hell gave you that? Aaron. Really? Yeah. It's a good cigar. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to hate on it. It's just, it's so weird. Like, no, there's nothing to hate on. It's like a $30 cigar. Right. Like, you guys looking forward to uh, the Weller Cohiba coming out again? That fall release? <laughs> Dude, I haven't had one since your, like, wedding shower. I, br- I, I think, or maybe I gave it to you. No, you gave me, like, that Vice City cigar. Oh, yeah. The one you, yeah, you told me to get the, pick that one up for you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, well, I smoked that then. I think I've smoked like a couple red dots, like not like even like I don't know. I don't really get excited for like Cohiba's releases. Like it, for a thirty dollars stick, yeah. If you like them and you got the money for them, by all means, like I'm sure they're awesome. But like, I just can't do it. Like I think they get charged a hundred dollars for their one sweet tip Spectre, <laughs> and I'm like, mm, just. No, we have like some cigars that we have to get to. So obviously, if there's uh we kind of have an idea of cigars that we're doing coming up, 
uh, based on like some releases and things we're excited for. But man, if there's anything out there this year that came out that you want us to do on the show, guys, reach out to us, man. We we will definitely review it and 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 give you guys our thoughts on it. I know one I'm looking forward to that Red Meat Lovers Club one. I'm looking forward to that, but that that might be saved for a special episode. More to come, yeah. perhaps. Oh, they such- just uh they just shipped the uh, Palpetta. Yes, we have that as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a little small fries though. That might be for like an after her. If we'll have to save that one. These like random things here, like the fucking low status here, it looks like a tampon. Isn't that like a <laughs> warp cigar that was done with uh, Matt Booth from 101 too? Like, uh, no, so it's a uh, it is under the forged umbrella. It's a brand that oh. was like canceled, but then they brought it back. It's called a uh, Los Statos Deluxe. I um, we follow them. They're... LSD. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't know why I thought that was warped. I don't know what the fuck this one is called because I've literally had this save like we were planning on doing it for another episode. Take then... it out the tampon wrapper. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, you know, it's either that or it looks like the you know how at like the like ghetto corner stores they have like the flavored Tootsie Rolls. That's what it reminds me of, like <laughs> the, the vanilla one. one. There's oh, like, the looks wor- like the vanilla, yeah. one. the worst flavor. The vanilla is the worst. Yeah, it's the same color. But I'm gonna tell you, dude. Like, oh, what are they? The tutti frutties? Yeah. Or maybe Something, uh, some, uh, the, pink, the pink one was mom. Yo, yeah, the cherry, the orange, yeah. the lime, cherry. the lemon, uh, and then just OG Tootsie Roll. That's a sleeper candy. Uh, are we going to run the Halloween candy? Or is the Snickers and Reese's always going to be like the two best? Um, maybe we do it, but we eliminate uh, some. We got to change it up. Maybe new candies. But you can't take Reese's out, dude. Reese's Pieces? No, that's, uh, that un- that falls under the umbrella. But it's different. It's not a cup. Stop. Some people might stop th- like the pieces, the pieces different than the cups. Just stop it. Me, I'm a big fan of big cups. You know, we we uh, we are aware. We're aware. Ah, uh, jugs. That is. You should have been drinking this out Jug. of the boob cup instead oh, of I that. Should. I don't even know where the boob cup is. I made you take it home, dude. I was I, like, dude, get it out of here. Dude, my wife might have threw that out. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> That's oh, the... it's sitting on top of the fridge somewhere, and I can't reach up there. I'm too short. <laughs> Daddy, what are those? <laughs> don't ask questions. Uh, <laughs> um, guys, what are you thinking about this whiskey, though? Because I'm almost done. I'm going to need another pour, but like taste-wise, what's it, what's it bringing out in you guys? You guys getting more of those flavors? All this whiskey does for me, it stays very consistent uh, as far as flavor. Uh, the more you drink, the easier it is to drink it. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, man. This shit, dude, this shit makes me want to sit around a fire, dude. This here shit you go, right man. here? Yeah, this shit right here. Is this shit's mine? called death. <laughs> Did you say death? Death. Death? You don't remember that Cat Williams skit? Maybe he's talking about like weed names. He's like, This shit right here, this shit's called death. Like, death, that don't even sound true. No, death, you smoke this, you can't even hear shit all day. <laughs> but I mean, here's a real question How do you think this cigar is standing up to the whiskey? I gotta say, man, I think the Penelope overpowers it. I feel like they're both kind of heavy hitters. I mean, uh, uh, we'll see. Let me just uh, we'll smoke through it and we'll have another pour. But I feel like they're both kind of, if you're a beginner, these might not be for you. Yeah. What, the Matapa? The combination of both might not be for you. Oh, here's a great question that since we're like, what's a brand we haven't done on the show that we want to get into? 
I'll tell you right now, mine's Viaje. We have not done any Viaje, and they similarly to Tatuaje, they release so many limited edition cigars throughout the year, and right. we've never done any. I'm just going to look what I have in the little travel humidor to see if I got anything new that we haven't done yet. Caleb's fucking little secret stash when he's secret. Caleb always has some weird ass shit that I'm like, what the fuck? There's nothing weird in here. It's just the crown heads, and then I have uh, Hiram and Solomon that Adam gave me. So, we never done that, but I'm going to give it a go. Adam gave it to me, so. Shout out to Adam. Oh, I don't know. Other, other than that, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I'd have to look through the stash at home. See what I got uh, that I... Uh, you know, one of these days, I'm going to make a reel, and it's going to be like Caleb's Secret Smokes. Because <laughs> like, I have a bunch of pictures of cigars that I just smoke on the like on the rag at home that I maybe don't tell you guys about or send you guys pictures, but there's there's some out there. Well, that being said, man, we kind of touched up. We summarized our whole summer. We talked oh, about... Man, you didn't even talk about what you wanted to bring up, though. Uh, as far as like a brand? Yeah. I feel like there's stuff yeah. out there. I don't like, know. I don't know. Bro, there was a shit ton of stuff over at PCA that we saw that, like, I feel like we just got handed so much shit. It's it's almost overwhelming. Uh, uh, it was a much different experience this year. Uh, it, it almost was... Uh, I don't know. It was almost like something on the show that I'm looking forward to because I know it's going to be a fucking great interview slash time is pretty much anyone we get to come on the show from Espinosa. Okay. Uh, whether it's Jack, uh, Hector, or maybe maybe even Eric himself. Uh, obviously, we got to know those guys you know, personally at the PCA trade show. Uh, it was really, really cool to hang out with those guys. Uh, maybe all saints, even yeah, like ha- having, having Mickey on would be pretty cool. Uh, you know, these are things that are in the works and we definitely have, uh, you know, we, we have the connects and, and also, you know, the means to get these guys on the show. Uh, we reached out to both. We were going to maybe do an interview today and I was like, you know what? We got to recap this summer. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot, man. Besides some of the fall, great times, man. Yeah. Besides some of the fall stuff, like, do you guys do some of that, like, you know, that normal everyday person, like the fall stuff, like apples, pumpkin picking? Like, do you guys do that shit or nah? I don't really do it, but I do enjoy apples. Like, I like the for, for whatever reason, cider? apples are always better in fall. Are you a cider, like a cider, big cider guy and stuff like that? Not just like ciders, alcoholic beverages, but you know, apple cider in general. I like apple cider. Oh, Both. fuck yeah, yeah, I like apple cider. I apple just think cider it, is good because there's so many like restaurants around here seem to make just a lot of good like apple cider cocktails. We had mm. them at my wedding, right? Like, yeah, uh, I, and I heard it was an absolute hit. I didn't have one. I, I had so many wasted. I had a lot of. Uh, had a lot. You got of, wasted on them? Yeah, I had a lot of bourbon at your wedding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was drinking the bullet for sure. I got I got drunk at your wedding and sobered up and got drunk again and sobered up again before we went to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the like after reception dinner, and then I ate like another pound of chicken wing or your chicken fingers. Such a great wedding, fall wedding. Fall weddings are the best weddings. Love, yeah, I love a good fall wedding. Oh yeah, like well, like even like two weeks later it was my buddy Jimmy's wedding. Like, so I had like two back to back. Yeah, wrong suit. <laughs> That's the the greatest story, Gio. Uh, 
he stood in this dude's wedding and wore the wrong color suit. I didn't purposely. <laughs> hold on. So he's I, one of the groomsmen in the wrong color there suit. Was no, there was no going back, no fixing or correcting it. No. So, it was just slightly different. But, and, but could everyone notice? And I'm Absolutely. such a cocksucker that like he posted this picture and I was like, is Gio wearing a different color suit? Even though I knew he was wearing a different color suit just to be an, like, to be an asshole. That's so the fucked up part funny. about this is like, all right, you know how everyone usually goes together and picks their shit up? There was a, it was a very small like uh, uh, bridal party. There was only uh, three people standing up in the wedding. Way to fuck it up, Gio. Well, I was working. So I was like, guys, I'll just go get it tomorrow. I'm off. No big deal, right? They all picked it up. Everything seemed to go. It's a like private tailor. They're like very well known around here. And I'm like, okay, I try everything on. Fits. Good to go. No big deal. You know, had those suits sitting for like three days. I get there and we're all starting to get dressed in the room. And I was like, oh, shit. Why are their suits blue? And mine's black. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, hey, um, we have a huge problem. And he's like, what? I was like, they gave me the wrong color suit. That day that Gio went to get fitted, he got the colorblind tailor. Just <laughs> fucked up those old days. Well, no, here's what really <laughs> happened. Like, so the so the tailor did the other groomsman's wedding that was the same there. They mixed up mine and ordered me the color that was his wedding suits. Bro. Even though I wasn't in that wedding. Could I ask you a question and just give me the real answer? Was his wife-to-be f- absolutely pissed? Uh, so, at first, we thought we got away because I kind of just stood off there. And, like, we thought she wouldn't pay attention and she'd just be more excited to, uh, you know, be married and enjoy this moment with her family and friends. Finally, we go to take after pictures, and we're like sitting there. I was like, "Man, she must not have noticed." Where Jimmy's like, "Yeah, man, this worked out well." We're all talking. Then finally, she gets there, and she's like, "Hey, can I ask something? Why is Gio's suit different?" We're like, "Fuck!" She noticed right away. She's like, "Yeah, I noticed right away when I was walking down the aisle." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it's not my fault." She's like, "Well, it's okay. At least it like you look nice, like whatever." Blah blah blah. She ended up calling the tailor like the day after the wedding. They got all their money back. Oh, good, uh, good, good. Well, good. here's the thing. They they were so apologetic. They're like, this has like, happened like never, and like, we've been around for 50 years. They refunded me for my suit, refunded him for his suit, and gave him a free suit for his buddy's wedding. Like, they were so... Can't beat that. Yeah, but you got to think how much money and planning goes oh, into a wedding. Like, the, the photographers, like, just every picture is going to be... A little wonky. Should have had that photographer slap a filter on it. Well, so he edited the (laughs) shit out of it. Like the filter, it's very, very slightly off from the like editing. Like he did a very good job. But like I, they're like, you know, they're like, we're so sorry. We understand like the pictures are everything you guys have. Like, and like essentially they gave away like suits are suits for weddings aren't cheap. They're like a good 300 bucks. Like easy. And especially the tailoring, all that stuff. Like, they literally just gave away like $1,200 essentially worth of, you know, retail. Money. I mean, you got to kind of think, though, their uh, reputation's kind of on the line. Right. Make it right. And make I, it right I would, somehow. I think that's a pretty fair way to do it. Not only did they refund me, they refund the groom. So they made it right for both parties because, you know, I look like the asshole. I mean, to be fair, you kind of are. Listen, I called up Jimmy. I was like, hey, man, I'm here now. Is this everything good here? Yep, yep. They got everything on file. 
and they looked at the paperwork and they wrote, you know, black instead of blue on the like form. So I was like, whoo, not on me. That being said, fall weddings are the best. We know that. Yes. Uh, but also pro tip. Check with your groomsmen what the suit color should be if you're going separate from everybody. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's the lesson learned. Perfect. Uh, Caleb, I know you had some news stories you wanted to get into. Uh, Correct. You thinking you might be ready to do that? We're ready to go, bro. All right, let's roll. All right. Um, first up, we have Old Forster is set to release its birthday bourbon for 2023. It is on the way to help celebrate creator uh, George Garvin Brown's annual birthday release for the brand's most coveted expression. So it's very limited. It's uh, very vintage, and it uh, does a one-of-a-kind flavor profile every year. Um, this year, it's going to be a 12-year-old aged bourbon. Uh, going to be out actually September 2nd, so a couple days. Um, and some details on this bottle, it's going to be 12 years old, like I said. There's only 103 barrels. Uh, filled on May 5th of 2011. Uh, it's on Warehouse 1 on the 5th floor and is 96 proof. Suggested retail, 170 bucks. So, uh, you know, very hard to come by. I don't think I've ever seen one of these in a store around New York. I've never seen yeah. one for sale. I've seen one, but I can tell you I have never, I've never tried it. Any, any of them. No, I never tried it either. And that's saying a lot, man. I've tried a lot of really cool shit, but that's one I've never. The the fact that I've had every like Pappy Van Winkle expression and never seen the the birthday. So you celebration. So model. you went there when you went on the Bourbon Trail. Did you even see that bottle there? Nah, man. Really? They had some rare shit there. It was really cool. Who knows? Maybe they'll have it when we're there in October. Yeah, uh, I doubt it. Looking forward to that too. Coming up for our fall. Yeah, talk. another another thing we have to looking forward to. We're going to the Bourbon Trail for Caleb's birthday. Sorry, Gio. Yeah, I miss out on this one. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Caleb missed out on Vegas. There we go. You know. <laughs> All right, so new soon we'll get. Well, somehow Penelope was the only trip we got together, and it was the most boring place we went to. <laughs> boom, 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 the worst state, boom. the worst state in America, fucking Jersey. All right, so up next for a new story number two, we have Molson Coors is buying Blue Run Spirits. So uh, they just reached an agreement. Uh, it's called the Scott uh, Blue Run out of Scott County, Scott County, Kentucky. So uh, it's based in Georgetown, Kentucky. Uh, they launched in 2020, uh, highly highly successful. So if you see, come across these Blue Run bottles, they're expensive. They're right around a hundred bucks. Uh, even Jeff has done some single barrel picks with them out of Rock Elite. Um, so Coors just decided to uh, go beyond their beer roots, and they're starting to buy some bourbon companies. So we'll see what's to come. Not only are the Rocky Mountains blue. But now the spirits are. Yeah, right? <laughs> Go funny that they buy like a spirit with the name like that. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Blue Run's out of, you know, some of their headquarters are in Texas. Uh, so we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, they're all over the south. So uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll get some like uh, some good old like beer aged. Yeah, beer aged <laughs> barrels. So some if you're a fan of Molson Coors, maybe you'll get some bourbon beer. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, so um, Blue Run's in 31 states, so hopefully with this uh, buyout, they'll expand to all 50 or you know at least a couple more. Does Miller Coors have a stout? I'm trying to think what they would own. I don't really know their portfolio. Yeah, I'm not a big... They I, might. I feel like they have to. They're so fucking massive. They're, they're, 
I mean, of the beer conglomerates, they're pretty like. I think they're the, they might be number one now because Bud Light fucked everything up. But uh, Miller Coors is Medella, right? But Medella yeah. is no, that's the sales I'm talking about. As far as like, oh um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like uh, beer juggernauts. Yeah, I want like, we see a, a shift in the industry right here. Yeah, and there's just so much shit coming out, dude. Between liquor, cigars, you're like, eh, how do we even fucking keep up? And we're it's our job essentially to keep up with this shit. It's a second job. All the fall beers that we're all looking forward to, the cider mixes. If you guys are into ciders, this it's that time of year. So a so lot of new they things keep coming out. out earlier and earlier. Some my fall beers, yeah, Pumpkin by yeah. Southern Tier. It's one of my favorites. I've already, uh, I've already bought a four pack of that. Did you get your keg? Not yet. I'm looking forward to that though. Always, <laughs> I always get that, and then uh, in the winter time, I always get the Great Lakes Christmas Ale. On exactly. Draft. So, what do you get? Like a little quarter keg for inside? I always get a sixthal for the the kegerator, and then you know when I have the holiday parties and everything that we do here. Like obviously with like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving's here this year. I'm looking forward to that. I don't have to go to Long Island. One thing I'm a little upset though: the Bills aren't playing uh, this year, so that kind of sucks. It just makes it so much better. And then uh, I I always look forward to actually when I'm in Long Island. We they have like a I play in their uh, annual football game during the day, which is I mean a great great thing. Uh, obviously on the Fourth of July we do baseball, but that's one thing I kind of look forward to. A little turkey bowl, yeah, turkey bowl action. So now are you like? Obviously, your Long Island family's Giants fans. We play the Giants this year. So, is it in Buffalo or New York? I don't know off the top of my head. I actually don't know, but I do know week one there's a wedding that I'm like. We were supposed to go. I'm. I can't make it work because of work. Uh, but Alex is going, and it's the week. It's in Long Island, and the Bills play the Jets at MetLife. So I don't know. Do we go to MetLife twice this year? No, I the can't Giants come happening. to Buffalo. Yeah. 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 Uh oh, cousin's gonna come to town. I think that'd be kind of cool. They should. That would, I'll I mean, go to that. Dable coming the, home. The real question is: Are we going to another game this year? We're definitely gonna go to a game this year. Like the three of us we can make it happen. Yeah. Like, dude, that is that was such can a it, fucking can awesome. Can it not time, be another dude. winter snow game? We're gonna have to avoid December. Yeah, One of please, the worst please. storms yeah. to ever hit Buffalo, and then three days later we go to the Bills game. Yeah. It was awesome. That game was fucking great, dude. Oh, the game was really fun. From what I remember, I was Snow- absolutely blitzed. Snowballs all over the place. Yeah. Dude, how many snowballs did you all see? All over. All over awesome. the field. This guy in our row had a cannon. Yeah, dude. I saw that. That guy was fucking awesome. He was beaning people in like the front row of his head. Dude, it was unbelievable. The, the, the guy literally, dude, he could pick out anybody and just nail him. Yeah. It was crazy. Sign him to the team. Yeah. But... Yeah, man, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, we were we were talking about something, uh, and then of course it ended up uh, oh, the bills. I, it was the just the Molson Coors buyout of Blue Run. Your uh, wedding, the wedding. Yeah, you said you mentioned oh, the, wedding. the wedding. Yeah, we were gonna go to MetLife, but oh, cool. well, if I would have been going, to take pictures and stuff. No, to go to the Bills oh. Monday night game against Aaron the fucking Rodgers next week. All right, just don't be disappointed, guys, when uh, the Jets win the AFC East this year. Calling it. I think that they're going to be 6 and 11. 11. No way. They, right. got, they got some good receivers and a great defense. So, Okay. All right. All right. All right. Our third news story of the week and our last one. I wanted to say this for last. Uh, we've got a picture to pull up here. Um, we have Biden's alcohol czar is proposing a Canadian-inspired two-beer-per-week limit 
Um, this is absolutely terrible. Uh, lawmakers in the U.S. are calling this a joke. And they say that according to the... Al- lawmakers are saying it's a joke. A lot of Republicans are. Okay. So a lot of American alcohol consumptions, there's a recommendations. They're up for review in 2025. And this guy, uh, his name, let me get to his name. Douchebag. Oh, his, well, <laughs> he's got a very douchey name. George Koob. Uh, very douchey. He is director of the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Um, he wants the U.S. to follow Canada's footsteps on the alcohol guidelines. Um, it, it's funny because this guy says he enjoys drinking. He says he likes drinking uh, buttery Chardonnay at time to time. So he's uh, a wimpy drinker. Um, but he says that according to health guidelines, Americans should only have two drinks per day. But, no, no, per week, I thought. Well, he his personal beliefs is two per day is kind of maybe take it easy. Like, if you're abusing that, um, you're going too far. So, according to the guidelines that he's talking about, if you do 14 drinks per week, you are going to suffer a lot of health effects. So, they want to do this to avoid rising health care costs Saturday, in the long run. You're fucked. We, we all are. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Yo, why are you looking at me, dude? Just You drink sometimes two pours a day. We're on poor too. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Um, but yeah, so they you know, they he says there are no physical benefits at all to drinking alcohol and that American alcohol consumption should not go up any higher than two drinks per day. Um so he wants to like really lower the American air- alcohol consumption. And I feel I find that's pretty ironic for a guy who does in fact drink time to time. So doesn't matter if you drink a couple glasses of wine. Dude, you can't tell people, dude, this is land of freedom. Land the free. Fuck off. You can now, go smoke wait, crack, Wait, wait, hold on. Let me clarify this. So he wants to change the recommendations. So this is like the food pyramid, right? Like Probably, yeah. Because, like, legally they can't enforce this shit. Like, that would be like trying to say you can only eat rice twice a week. I think it's stupid. But, yeah, I two, mean. Two Cokes per week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Trump, uh, Trump would hate that. This man loves his Diet Cokes. I mean, there's a phrase I would say, you know, TBQ that applies to this guy. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people are saying, especially a lot I don't of know Republicans. If I could say that on the fucking anymore. Is that frowned upon? I don't know. So a lot of Republicans are getting a little. Say it. We'll vote on yeah, it. Yeah, you can say it. Nah, I'll take my chances. Uh, of the, yeah. Yeah. So, can't, Caleb, you can be the one uh, that gets canceled. Well, you have to text me what it means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> TBQ. I don't know what that Two means. Two beer queer. Oh. That's pretty funny. All yeah. right, so clearly that's this, definitely what it means. Clearly, this George guy is, you picked is up. one of those, huh? You picked it up. I'm yeah, I, look, I'm picking up what you're putting down, Geo. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you get canceled for saying two beer queer. We've all seen, we've all uh, have called somebody that like, yeah. like, oh, this guy can't handle his fucking alcohol over here. So a lot of Republicans are saying like this is a joke, and they're saying like, let's not forget that when we did the Cuban embargo of cigars, also done by a Democratic Party in charge. That uh, JFK snagged up 1,200 of the rarest Cuban cigars right before they banned the product. So the he, Monte Cristo number two was favorite cigar. Exactly. So they're saying this is so much hypocrisy There's... by the Democrats, and no one on the Republican side is in for this or going after it. And they, all they're saying this is a power grab, control grab, and they want to control what you have access to and freedom to. Well, listen, I don't want to get real political here, but uh, yeah. I don't think Mitch McConnell could uh, <laughs> handle, handle more than that. two beers. You mean Mr. Freeze <laughs> over there? <laughs> wow! You know, See, I can crack on the the party I like. I can crack. 
<laughs> but so the rising health uh, the rising healthcare is costing Americans an additional 1.7 billion dollars per year and a lot of it does have to do with like taking care of alcoholics and alcohol related deaths. Okay, I got injuries. one ready. How about taking care of uh people who overdose on heroin? There you go. Uh, in the hospital. Cocaine, yeah, all yeah. that. And fentanyl. Fentanyl. Let's the worst. let's handle real problems in this fucking country. I ain't worried about Trust me, I can tell you this right now. I never had an issue going to work with alcohol in my system. Yeah. I've, I've never had that Because you're a professional. Yeah, I'm a professional alcoholic, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, you just know how to handle yourself because you're a professional What person. do they call it, a functioning alcoholic? What no. he means is he doesn't go to, <laughs> fuck, need to fucking go to work drunk like the fucking junkies got to go to work high. There yeah. So I just right. thought, um, controversial subject, it's in the news, it relates to our whiskey and cigar topics. Uh, wanted to bring that up because uh, I feel like a lot of our viewers and listeners... Highly would disagree with that. Yeah. Fuck off. And fuck off Canada, too. Sorry. Yo, Canada's on some shit. Yeah. But there's a... Side note. We'll tie it off here. I've just got the real thing, you know, conspiracy theory. That's really why Lee Harvey Oswald killed Kennedy. He wanted them Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fan. You heard it here first. All right, man. I think we're uh, through the news now, right, Caleb? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's uh, time for a little patrol gone wild. I know you had a story Could you wanted to get to. Oh, yeah, we'll do me first. Do you, baby? Patrol uh, gone wild. We're doing it big. Bro, we haven't done this in a while, Patrol Gone Wild, because we have so many interviews. But um, I do have a video. That's Geo's right there. Um, mine relates to a shooting recently at a White Sox game in Chicago. Um, I think the clip's very funny. Just want to say that uh, the woman, a woman, is accused of being the shooter. Uh they say the gun was hidden in a roll of her fat. So enjoy the clip. But first of all, before we get to the clip, a shooting in Chicago? Oh, no how, way. Yeah, how rare. Who'd have thought? Are you kidding me? One of the most liberal and highly gun-restrictive cities in America. So I, I like that this is John Boy, too, so I'm excited for this. <laughs> shooting that happened at the White Sox game. It's so confusing. It's so weird. No one heard any shots. The game didn't stop. Two sources are saying that. A woman concealed a small gun in her belly fat. It's not good. It's a terrible look. So there's this woman and a man sitting in the bleachers, and then there's a woman behind her. And at one point, she just stands up. Like, no one hears anything. No one reacts like they heard anything. But the woman in the hat kind of just looks down, looks down, because something's in her calf, and went through her thigh. And then the guy in front of her is looking down, and then she stands up, and she's like, what the hell is that? I've been shot. And the woman behind her looks around, looks around, looks around, and then a bunch of people call for help, and the woman behind her leaves. It's very weird. She very confusing. No one caused any commotion. I don't really understand. Can you imagine Yo. being so fat that the gun goes off <laughs> in your fat roll and it just muffles it to a silencer. point where it's like a silencer, dude? Exactly. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. Like, got that motherfucking silencer on me. You're so fat. Your roles are a silencer. Oh, my God. But it's crazy because that lady didn't look like super obese. I was expecting like a 450 plus pounder. That's that concealed carry, dog. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's fucking great, man. Dude, at a baseball game. This that's wild. Got to be a first three strikes and you're out. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. How many puns can we get off of this? Like you're a baseball guy. Uh, There's one. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's one. Off the top of my head, I would have wrote a few if, if I, I would have known. We do all this shit like... Well, I like the clips to be like, 
the first time you guys are seeing. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand Maybe. that. Like, uh, if we had like a writer for a show, we would just read a teleprompter with all the funny jokes that somebody else wrote us. But uh, these are all genuine, so we yeah. could maybe plan it out one day where we could do something like Geo said. How many puns? But we have like a uh, like the Taj Point oh shit. Yeah, yeah. like oh, yeah. Let's see how many funny jokes we can make in the next thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. Chicago. Uh, I'll I'll get to mine, man. Uh, this story's out of Arkansas. Uh, this is, this shit's funny. Uh, two, I think this story, yeah, it's from, looks like April 3rd of 2019, but, uh, amazing. Really, really funny. Uh, Arkansas men arrested for taking turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests after drinking. Uh, first of all, I thought this was fucking America. Uh, these guys are just taking turns. Hold on, dude. This one will be a good one. But here's the thing. My, my, the big and most important part of the story is who shot first. Like, how do you get to the point where it's like, all right, dude, I'm going to go first and then you can go after. Like, you might not get a shot. Just like rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, like, except like worse. Like, you, like, what if the bullet goes through the vest? But uh, apparently the cops showed up. They arrested both the guys. And, ah, man. It was it was probably pretty fun. What were the charges? I guess like unlawful, reckless, uh, reckless endangerment reckless, okay. for sure. Uh, I would <laughs> almost. I don't know. I don't think you'd have like menacing or or anything like that. But I would say probably just like reckless I guess endangerment. My, my question is, how does this work if no one's a complainant? That's what I mean. Like obviously menacing wouldn't work. Like you pointed a gun at somebody, but like maybe just like reckless behavior, reckless endangerment. Who called the cops on these people? You know, like was it just neighbors who saw this happen? Can you imagine you're looking out your back window and you just see two dudes shooting each other with bulletproof vests on, laughing, probably rolling on the ground? Oh, that hurts so bad. (laughs) We we've all seen uh, Johnny Knoxville get the beanbag from the shotgun into the stomach, and how horrible that looks. Super troopers. I got to imagine it's something like that. I'm sure it hurts so fucking bad i just think of super troopers where they got the fucking bulletproof cup mm-hmm. <laughs> great movie but that's like what i think of when i say this and on top of it it's arkansas so it's just like you got like these guys probably have the greatest deep south accent yeah yeah my turn yeah it's my turn go ahead jim bob just fire it up all right jim bob uh uh, I'm gonna take I think the I first shot. Bleeding. The guy on the left <laughs> definitely looks like he took the first bullet. He was ready. He seems like he was ready for it. No, I think the guy on the left definitely shot first because oh, the guy on the right kind of looks like he may have been shot. He looks like he's maybe hurt a little bit. Like, like he's got a big bruise. Like kind of like a. He's fuck. black. He's black and blue. All, he's black and blue underneath that vest. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, this is like your deep south, uh, deep south fairy tale i guess like just two dudes like getting away from their wives and they're like dude what can we do today except like, drink copious amounts of beer let's oh, end it. it all <laughs> yeah it's ain't worth it this is the best way i don't know man let's but see if this works <laughs> how 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 protective are these vests all right jim bob go ahead let, let it loose first off if i'm that manufacturer of that bulletproof vest i'm calling these guys and getting them to be a testimonial yeah jim bob from arkansas says this thing is the greatest vest of all time. Not only is it protective, but it is a great source of entertainment for all. Yes. 50 Cent, try this on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the girl with the fat roll at the ballpark could have used that thing. I guess. Fuck. <laughs> but uh, all right, Kay, uh, Gio, what, what do you got for us, bud? All right, guys. This uh, is a little funny clip here. 
Uh, our little uh, headline there did make me laugh there. I made that myself for you guys there. But we have a serial butt sniffer. Our buddy here, Kalesi Karan Crowder, arrested a whopping 41 times. And what state do you think this is? This has to be one of two states. This has to be New York or California. Oh, yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm going Cali. It is Cali. Yeah. There's only two states it could be. Well, this, uh, first off, the headline just made it, <laughs> a notorious butt sniffer is back out on the streets. <laughs> is this the guy who sniffed Kim Kardashian's butt that one time and then like paparazzi walked through? I don't know, but we're going to hear it. This is the girl who actually caught him for this time here. We'll, uh, see how disturbing this individual is. In that little corner. Anyways, it felt like anywhere I moved, he kept following me. Though I recorded just in case he was trying to say anything or do anything to me. But I definitely didn't expect him to do this. Like, what the actual f***? And the whole time I'm thinking I'm fine because he hasn't said anything or touched me or anything. But then you notice that he goes over and does the same thing to this girl. And he'll crouch down low and pretend like he's doing something and then smell? I don't know. And the whole time I'm wondering why he's always around me. But this was our interaction. So, this fucking creep has a rap sheet that includes burglary, robbery, and he just spent a year in jail for indecent exposure in uh, Santa Clarita. So, this guy is a on the loose, menace to butts. This dude is a literal menace to society. Bro. I no j- anal crevices are safe. Dude. First off, like, he's a dog. <laughs> he's a dog. <laughs> this is a predator in your neighborhood. Don't uh, give him props. No, no. Like an actual dog. Like sniffing, <laughs> oh, like sniffing ass? Yeah. It's just the greeting. That's all. That's how dogs greet each other. That's how they get to know know one another. Just kidding. That's not. How do I know if I'm really attracted to you if I don't sniff your ass? And like his mug that we showed in the like, this dude's a fucking weirdo. Like, how in the world do you let this person can like forty one arrests, various, and the fences are just getting weirder at this point. (laughs) He's got a lot of issues. He's got a lot of issues. This guy. He uh, lock him up. That 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 could have been a lock him up clip of the week for the after (laughs) herf. Maybe he's just testing his sense of smell. What did, what did this guy get? A new nose and some plastic surgery? He identifies as a drug sniffing dog. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like. I mean, don't use that. You're a pervert if you do. But a good funny well, example, like, dude. Gino. Like we already seen people identify as animals. It's it, we're not far off. This is California. It might be a defense. <laughs> that I sound ridiculous. But so is the fact that a guy's been arrested 41 times and now is, you know, viral on TikTok for sniffing asses in libraries. <laughs> he didn't discriminate. You know, he had the Asian girl. Shh. This is a library. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wasn't loud about it, I guess, you know. He... I can't believe this girl filmed it, though. Props to her, though. She caught a real pervert. But yeah, I love the uh, the end of the article here because I made sure it. You never know when he may strike, sniff, get arrested, and released again. <laughs> Tomorrow. He's out. He's already doing it. But uh, this fucking... This you need, guy. You need another pour, right? Sir? Worth it! You need uh, I'm good pour. for a minute. Uh, I'm good for a minute. Oh. I need a little break. 
I see. You've been drinking uh, this. We've been going through it. Three straight days I've been drinking this. Yeah, no doubt. Same way, man. I also had like three pours, so. All right. I'm finishing up my second. But uh, that being said, that wraps up Patrol Gone Wild. Uh, I think it's that time for our cigar review, man. Uh, This is the Matapa by Foundation. It's going to be hitting your local brick and mortars and also wherever you get your cigars in... Probably the next couple weeks. It said fall of 23, so we'll see if they hit the mark. Caleb, what'd you think of it, man? Uh, I'm glad we got to smoke another Foundation cigar. Um, a brand that's really up and coming and that we really enjoy, especially me and you a lot, Jerry. Mm-hmm. So um, going with the overall appearance, I'm giving this an 8.5. I really like the band with the red. It really pops in the gold. An ode to a very nice poet from back in the day. Uh, Burn, I gave this thing a 9. Uh, it burned... Equally, the whole way through, uh, no issues with the burn here. Uh, it's a really great cigar. Um, construction, I gave it an eight and a half. I did have to touch it up a time or two. Uh, it is really ashy, so there's a lot of ash on it. So I gave it an eight and a half. It uh, could be some user error there. Um, draw, I did a V cut, uh, which was kind of weird to do a V cut with the cigar because it had that uh, pigtail at the cap. So I, uh, you know, I had to cut it like at least twice to get a, a decent cut. So it still smoked good, though. I had no issues with the draw at 9. And enjoyment, uh, drinking it with some great bourbon, our barrel pick. Gave it a 9, so my overall score is a 44, which is an 88. All right. Not bad. Uh, the Matapa Toro, the appearance I gave it a 9. I actually really like the band. Uh, obviously, our man, uh, what is it, Dario? Dario. Dario. Ruben Dario. Uh, yeah, I like this band. This thing's pretty cool. Uh the burn, I gave it a 9. Construction, I gave it a 9. Draw, I gave it an 8.5. I did straight cut mine like I always do. Uh, the enjoyment, great conversation, great recap. I gave it a 9, bringing my total to a 44.5, bringing me to an 89 overall. Uh, I am going to give an advisory. This thing is a pepper bomb. The pepper does not go away. Regardless of what Caleb says, the pepper did not go away you, for me. You think it stayed strong? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it eased up a little bit for me. Um, Maybe the cigar is just needs to settle a little bit uh maybe it just uh you know with a little age on it would calm down a little bit uh maybe i don't know redux one of these uh, like after a year yeah yeah like there's a chance that maybe just letting this thing settle a little bit would take away a little that harshness from the pepper uh hopefully because uh for me this thing i don't mind a peppery cigar but this thing very consistent on the pepper so uh aside from that some tasting notes Really just like pepper and chocolate. Uh, nothing beyond that. Uh, I'm sitting here with a clear nose and clear palate. and Yeah, I, I like the cigar a lot, but uh, I'm thinking maybe a little time to let this thing settle down a little bit. Gio, what would you think of it? Appearance, I gave it an 8.5. Uh, I don't remember what the box looks like, and I didn't really see anything from it. I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of those standard, like, ribbon-style boxes that Foundation does. Nothing super crazy, but they always package their stuff pretty nicely. So I don't doubt that it will have that little flair that makes them stand out. Burn, I gave it a 9. I think I touched this thing up, like, once, you know, especially throughout this episode. That's a great win for me. Uh, Construction, I also gave it a 9. I don't have a single ash on me ashed when i want it i didn't have the caleb fall over effect uh the nice stack of dimes if i will quote our co-host here 
See, I actually had some issues. The The ash seems very fluffy, and it kind of just falls when it wants. Uh, That's what happened to me. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. So I didn't experience that. So, I mean, hey, maybe I just had a little bit one or a settled one. Uh, enjoyment or draw. Sorry. I gave it a nine. I V cut mine. I got a perfect cut on mine. Caleb, learn how to use your fucking V cutter. It, well, it was just it, the it, weird it, shape it, with that cap and the pigtail. That's, you know, you might not get it perfect the first time. It didn't fit your mouth today. But no issues. But no issues. Uh, draw was fine. Pretty smoky cigar. Uh, I had. I think it just, we had a good time sitting these things as long as we did. You know, it wasn't one of those first after show smokes. I think we got the the Vegas heat didn't, you know, get to this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, enjoyment. I gave it an 8.5. Good conversation. Nice to have a, you know, more relaxed episode where we just kind of got to be ourselves and bullshit. So I gave that an 8.5 as well, bringing my score to a 44 and an overall of 88. All right. Uh, overall score of 89 or 88. 88 and a half. Oh. So, so we're giving it the 89. Got to give it the 89. Yeah. Round up. I will say uh, one of my notes that for this, though, is uh, I think the whiskey overpowered this one for me. Uh, I agree. I totally agree. I might have a completely different tasting experience if, you know, we had one of those little easy sippers, a nice little, like, 90 to 95 proofer. Yeah. Like, I would say, what was it, the, uh, I feel like if you go with, like, something similar to, like, the uh, Blade and Bow that we did recently, that would probably be a good, uh, nice, mellow drink to take with this. If you're not, you know, go with something on the lighter side with this. I think that the spice on this was probably actually enhanced due to the sweetness of the whiskey, but we also had the strong alcohol content. Yeah. Uh, correction on the overall score, 88.33. So it's an 88. Yeah, 88. Good score. Good score, by the way. Uh, great cigar. And the only additional note I had, uh, very smoky, thick, nice fat clouds the whole way through. Nice. That being said, Caleb, any closing notes of the episode? Hey, guys, uh, if you want this uh, bottle, we don't have too many left, so get at us ASAP. Um, and we'll get it to you. Um, just make sure you're checking out all the social media accounts. We've got the YouTube, the TikTok, the Facebook, the Instagram. Check them all out. Like, share, subscribe, follow, leave comments, leave likes. Um, and as we said, any other topics you want us to discuss, let us know. Any cigars or whiskey you want us to drink and review, uh, let us know as well. Uh, just make sure you keep on following. Keep the love. Grower gang. Gang, gang. Uh, if you're listening to us audio only, make sure you guys are checking us out on the Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, uh, the number one cigar podcast on Podbean. Uh, really happy and proud to be a part of that. Uh, make sure you're checking out their show as well. Gio? Smoke them if you got them, boys. And also, Cigar Hustler Fantasy Football League, we winning. <laughs> we winning that shit. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Peace. The Down to Herf Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes 
that they will be entertaining to the audience.